don't put a downer on yourself. It'll, it's not going to work out. Like just saying you can't do it because mm-hmm. the diff- there's no difference between, well, there is a difference, but there's not really a big difference between somebody that says they can't do it and someone that says they can because they're both right. You say you can't, you're not going to be able to. You say you can, you're going to excel and do what you can. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. This is one for the history books. This will be (laughs) the most important episode we've ever done. Why wouldn't it be? Everything you need to learn. will be learned from this, okay? I've got Madeline Mitchell. She's future heir to the Argenta throne, <laughs> the daughter of Doug. She's a future basketball star. She's a straight-A student, she's an aspiring artist, and she's a video and skit maker. Some of the notable awards she's received, in case you need to know her credentials, <laughs> is the President's Award, which is an award given to elementary students for getting straight A's their entire career very smart. of school. She thinks she's very smart. I am. I don't <laughs> think I know. <laughs> oh, she's coming out swinging. <laughs> she also placed first in her fifth grade shuttle run and third in the third grade bike race. Um, she, most importantly, was recently baptized, accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Madeline, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, Maddie, you've been shadowing me today, working with me, serving as a, an assistant here and there, emotional support, um, you know, just gen- generally beautifying the room, naturally. Um, what would you say we do here at Argenza? Uh, for one, joke around. <laughs> That's the first thing she said. Oh man, I'm in trouble. Okay, don't tell your mom that. Uh, for else? two, you work with many new clients, and I don't know how to put these in words. Uh, you build great sales teams. <laughs> you put it. You put it really good this morning when I asked you I know, you I just morning. forgot what I said. Um, you work with new consult clients, and you teach people how to run their business better. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> that is a, yeah, that, that's the simple put way. But it's, it's one of those things, like, if you're an entrepreneur, and let's say you have a marketing company. Let's just say you have you know, uh, a sales company like I had in the past or a consulting company, it's very hard to go home and tell your kids what you do every day. You know, yeah, dad does TikToks and reels and <laughs> social media posts and writes. and Interesting stuff. Plays with chat GBT and, you know. So she got to see some of that today. What did you think of that? The chat GBT thing is pretty cool. Yeah? Because you could just, like, tell it to make a story and I'll make one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were, oh, was it a couple months ago? We were playing around with it, and we, we made a fable. 
Remember that? Oh, yeah, the, the one that mom was trying to become famous off of. Become, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we, you know, your mom just wrote a book and published it herself, not with Chad I'm the main character, I'm the main character, of course. How did, how did that feel, seeing yourself cartoonized? I don't know how to say that. Uh, animated. Animated, there you go. She is the smart one. <laughs> um, it didn't look bad. It looks pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't know if this will sound rude. Just say it. <laughs> I didn't wear my glasses that much because I would lose them, so it looked weird without my glasses, but I would have lost them in the book anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So true to, to form. True to form. Okay. So before we... Before we started this show here, I interviewed you. You know, normally I send out my guests a Calendly invite, and in that Calendly invite, they answer certain questions, right? And uh, one of the questions is, you know, what are your core values, or what do you believe, or, you know, what is important to you? And I liked your answer for this, and you said, uh, what did I ask you specifically? I said, what do you believe about life? Yeah. And you said, live it right, you only got one. Well, at first you said, live it, you only got one. And then you said, live it right. And I was like, what does right mean? Because now you're (laughs) opening up Pandora's box. You know, the right means a lot to a lot of different people. And so you said, live it right. The first thing you said was biblically. The second thing you said was mentally. And then socially and physically. Mm -hmm. So let's just start at the top here. What do you mean, live it biblically? mostly it might depend on what you believe in like what is God all of that mm-hmm. but for me it's live it biblically go off of the Bible if you need help pray if you need help mm-hmm. it'll help a lot can you think of a, a time in your life where it helped you um I would want to say like the first main thing is when you and mom got divorced I was scared I prayed, and I felt better because I knew they still love each other. They still mm-hmm. n- we're still going to be a family. It's just yeah. going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So that helped me out. So what were you praying for at that time? I was praying, number one, <laughs> please let them get back together. <laughs> uh, and I what happened? Right, uh, y'all got back together. I was right. I was the first one that thought of that. <laughs> I'm taking all the, the credit. <laughs> no, I love that. I love it. Okay, what about... Mentally, like what, Mentally. you know, what most adults are thinking, what does a 12-year-old know about how to live right mentally? Don't put a downer on yourself. It'll, it's not going to work out, like just saying you can't do it, because mm-hmm. the diff- there's no difference between, well, there is a difference, but there's not really a big difference between somebody that says they can't do it and someone that says they can, because they're both right. You say you can't, you're not going to be able to. You say you can, you're going to excel and do what you can. I don't even know where you're getting. <laughs> I'm going to be honest right now. Like, you know, I would I would get a little envious of these, like, influencers that bring up their kids and their kids know their court values and their mission. And, like, they're, like, their kids are indoctrinated. You know what I mean? But I've never really. Scripted. Yeah, it, it does. It feels a little scripted sometimes when these kids get on there and they're just like dialed in and machines, you know. And 
I never really brought my work home until the last couple of years. You know, you, you guys just knew that dad owned a business. He was working in solar. I barely knew that. I, yeah. Like, for ye- years, I didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. And more recently, because, you know, I wanted my family to be aligned with me, um, I kind of bring my work home. I tell them what I do. And, you know, and you know what did it, honestly, was high-low buffalo. Oh, yeah. Like what we do at dinner. Yeah. And so why don't you explain to them what high-low buffalo is? High-low buffalo is something you could do anytime while your family is together. So high-low buffalo, Logan likes to go first. He'll just <laughs> scream out, high-low buffalo, me first. <laughs> That's her little brother. <laughs> He'll, so high is the best part of your day. Low is the worst part, and buffalo is something that surprised you. Buffalo doesn't make sense, but it rhymes, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> it just tells your family how your day was, because if you're like me, you like to be locked up in your room. So if you tell, like, you tell your family how your day's been, they just feel a little bit more included. Absolutely. I love that explanation. And so going back to what I was saying originally, it is it's very hard to communicate you know, to a nine-year-old and a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old what we do. And now, yeah, no, nine, 11, and 12. Nine, 11, and 12. Jeez. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, these entrepreneurs, they, you know, you interview their kids or whatever, and they come up with all these amazing answers, you know. And I'm just like, man, I've never really been like that with you guys. It's more like I want you to be interested in what I'm doing. And then I'll tell you about it, you know. And the only reason that you're here today is because you've said several times, I'm going to take over your business. Because I am. (laughs) (laughs) But what I love about that, it's not like, I guess, why did you decide that? And why, you know, because obviously it wasn't me coming home and saying, hey, who's going to take over my business? Or, you know, I need to teach you business, you know. So why did you come to that conclusion? I liked what you were doing. I liked how you were... Like, you were a teacher, but in a different way. You taught people how to take care of a company. You helped out people instead of ringing them down like like others, other bosses may do. Mm-hmm. Instead oh. of saying, like, instead of being a boss, you were more like a leader. And I admired that. Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> to cry. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Pull it together, Doug. <laughs> I w- I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting this. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> my producer just let me know that I have to last for another 20 minutes and I'm not going to okay so so all that all that being said uh, I was very happy that you were able to answer that question because <laughs> it is tough it's, it's, it's weird the way work is now it's not you know daddy fixes toilets or is an electrician or a lawyer or a doctor you know like how do you go home and say hey I'm an influencer and I'm a consultant like that's I just weird. I didn't even know the meaning of consultant. <laughs> yeah, but you know what an influencer is. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so biblically, mentally, we've covered that. All right, what about socially? Socially. You don't want to put an uh, image out. like You don't want to brag, basically. Okay. You want to explain to people how your business is doing good mm-hmm. by giving them information and not all the good things that are happening. you got to give okay. them the bad things, too, because... There are many bad things. Why do you think it's better to give them the bad things than the good things? It's not better, but I say you have to give it to them. So, like, you don't want to tell, like, basically a five-year-old, like, hey, if you eat a bunch of candy, it's going to taste good, and not tell them, like, it, 
you're going to get fat and you're not going to be able to do anything and, oh my gosh, cavities, your teeth are going to be rotting. <laughs> Is that me? You got business? <laughs> you got business? Okay. No. It's an alarm. Oh, it just says alarm. Yeah, it should stop. It's fine. Uh, it's probably for reminding me to do something. I don't know. <laughs> She's got things to do. <laughs> this is interfering in her schedule. <laughs> All right. It's so, just an alarm. I don't know what it's wanting me to do. So when you say socially, it's basically the, to, to you socially is the image that you're putting out into the world, into society. You want and you're just saying make sure that you're not just recording the wins, you're also recording the losses because people can learn from them and also to avoid them, right? The more you fail, the more you learn. I love that. All right, what about physically? I'm very interested in what you have to say here. Physically. Because we're not like yeah. a super physically fit family or no. anything like that, you know? <laughs> we love and, to stay on the couch and watch TV. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean physi- living right physically? Physically and mentally can tie together because right. there's a lot of, like, like, I don't know how to say it, like, expectations of people nowadays. Like okay. everyone, like for girls, you got to look really pretty and for men, and for men, you got to look masculine and strong. Mm-hmm. That's not always going to be the case, though. Mm-hmm. So you can't bring yourself up to that expectation, but you got to bring yourself up to your expectation. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> That's a mic drop. That is a mic drop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are freaking smart. Golly. You're just now realizing? I'm not just now realizing, but... I've always known you were book smart, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you're, you're beyond your years on what you're talking about right now, you know? And, look, the reason I'm a little surprised right now is because her and her mom have very in-depth conversations about things like this. And if I'm going to give credit to anybody for what she just said, it's 100% her mama, 100%. You know, and, yes, that's one of my messages. I don't say, like, things like that to her, though. I just basically bring it up now. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You get, your mom doesn't get credit. <laughs> you, get, you get credit. You get some credit. <laughs> okay. So I like to do this exercise where I imagine my, my perfect day, right? And so I feel like that's a lot to put on a 12-year-old. So what I'll ask you instead is what was your favorite day? My favorite day. Oh, yours and mom's wedding. That made me so happy because I, I knew we were finally going to be a family, a full family again. We were going to mm-hmm. be together again. And I was able to be part of y'all's wedding. And that was amazing. And me and yours were first. And me and your daddy daughter dance. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to make it, right? I'm not going to make it. All right, I'm just going to put this down for a little bit. I'm going to do a Maddie. <laughs> the, the Maddie. Yeah, there you go. She's vibing. <laughs> no, I, I freaking love that answer. Um, okay, so here's the cliche question that I'm sure you get all the time, which is, what do you want to be when you grow up? A leader. I don't, I don't got to put it in a straight, <laughs> in a straight full on answer, because okay. if I say, like, like, a, uh, like if I say a so, our dentist, solar worker or a chef or something like that like i don't want to put an expectation on there okay that kind of expectation i want to be an expectation like 
who I want to be. So yeah. who I want to be is what I want to be when I grow up. Do you know what my next question was? No. Who do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and she already answered it because she's got the right things in her head right now. She, she doesn't care what her profession is. She just wants to be a leader. I love that. And I love it because I didn't care that, you know, my opportunity to own a business was door-to-door sales. I just wanted to be a business owner, you know? And, and that, now, that's why I said that, because that's what you were, like a leader, a bit, like a business owner, everything mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. No, I, 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 I love it. <laughs> Have I ever said that that much on one podcast? This is, I'm obviously I'm biased here, but th- this is, this is the best podcast I've ever done. Easy, hands down. All right. So it's fast. What's that? I've, I've heard your other ones, a few of your other ones, mm-hmm. and they're really long. Oh, we're not done. We're not done. We're still going here. <laughs> it's going fast. Uh, okay. So, you know, this one's always a tough one for me because me and your mom talk about it. Your mom went to college. She got the four-year degree. Mm-hmm. She became a teacher. She served the public. Became a, in my mind, they're public servants too because they basically work for a discounted rate. And um, so she, she took that route. I took the other route, which was... Job to job, got fired from my first 20 jobs, you know, a societal misfit in a sense, and eventually ran my own business, right? And so I guess my question is for you is, are you going to go to college? Yes, I'm going to go to college. <laughs> one, okay. One, one, because I've always, like TV, of course it's not like actually two, but I've always admired like all college seems fun, but but it also is hard work. Yeah. So I need to like keep getting A's, keep like going, so I can mm-hmm. get into a college of my choice. And two, because well, I think I said two in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it gives me something to put all my work into. Because getting mm-hmm. A's, getting it, it's 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 good, but I want to put that into something. Into a, a major. Yeah. In college and then eventually maybe a profession. Yeah, 100%. No, I, you know, I'm not really leaning one way or the other for you. Um, I think you're going to be amazing at whatever you do. But what I will say is what I do appreciate about college is the social experience, right? You're, it gives you, like, an experience that you can't get if you don't go. Well, it's, it's also a transition period where... Oh, yeah. All right, you're still, like, managed by adults a little bit, but you have your freedom. It gives you an experience of, like, paying for an apartment. Yeah, exactly. That, that'll help, too, managing money and all of that. Except you got to pay with grades because you need a scholarship. <laughs> I'm not paying for your college. <laughs> um, I'll pay for your living expenses and stuff like that, but anyways, as long as you get straight A's. So, Mom might get suckered. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so I do, though. I, I believe, like, that I missed out on that experience, right? I kind of lived it vicariously through your mom because I was dating her through two of her college years, right? But uh, I definitely missed out on that for sure, was that whole college experience. And then, you know, the idea that I could just, like, show up and just go to school every day and not necessarily have to have a job or have any responsibility but getting good grades and studying, like, that sounds fantastic right now. <laughs> I would love to go to college for, like, theology or um, marketing, you know. That's probably, or, what, like, what I would try to, like, get into to, like, if I was doing what you were doing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, you know, my first boss and, you know, the, my previous partner in Argenta used to always tell me accounting. Was he, it Wayne? Wayne? No, 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 no that's Troy. That's Troy. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm just thinking of the guy with the big beard. Oh, no, no, no the, <laughs> Wayne was uh, uh, our VP of sales. And so I would, he would always tell me that, and it's because he's like the financial part of the business is what gets everybody. And sure enough, it got me several times, and it's still getting me today. Financial. So accounting apparently is the game when it comes to owning your own business. Because it's usually what business owners are missing. You know, they have the talent for everything else, but accountants aren't talented. They're just I slightly understand accountants. I, I hardly know the meaning of the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting your words into sentences in my brain. <laughs> you are very good at that, at context clues. You do well at that, so. Okay, so. The M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> did anything, you know, you spent most of the day with me now. And, you know, it wasn't that eventful or anything, but did anything just surprise you about what we did today? Mm, no. It's just like a day I would imagine you doing, like, Doing, doing a bit of podcast, doing some work, goofing off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was on uh, Randall Rutledge's podcast, which is uh, Moving the Needle. His place is amazing. Yeah. That collage was, it was really cool. So he has it at a um, podcasting studio, or I should say a media studio. So, you know, we, Ryan and I have talked about this concept before of, you know, renting out an office suite with several rooms in it. And you can turn one room into a green room, another room into a small studio, another room into a big studio. Another room into a kitchen because food is amazing. Yeah, because food, <laughs> naturally. And uh, so that's where he was set up at. But anyways, during the podcast, we talked about, you know, sometimes you have to work these, you know, 12, 14-hour days. And you go all day and you don't get to see your family, right? And I want to know from your perspective, like, what that's like. Like not being able to see you? Yeah, well, yeah, and also, I, I think you know what I'm going to say here. Like, obviously, I prepare you all for that. Mm, you tell us, like, two, three days before. But earlier in your life, I didn't do that. Earlier, that, yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. Okay, so walk me through that a little bit earlier in my so, career. So, like, dur- like, while we were in Corpus Christi, mostly, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't, most of the time, I didn't know what you were doing. I just knew you owned a company and mm-hmm. you sold something. Okay. And, and how did it make you feel when I was gone for several days? I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Big Daddy's girl, 100%. <laughs> I love it. Um, I missed you a lot. It was a little bit, I mean, for me now, it's not that weird because one parent, like a certain day, because mm-hmm. that's why I didn't feel too upset during yeah. the divorcing with one parent because I was a little bit used to it. <laughs> Dang. I said a little bit. I said a little Just bit. dropping bombs, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about now? What now, about now, I mean, when I still miss you. Mm-hmm. Like, we call you, like, every time you go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not every day because we yeah. do it because, you know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you, I always ask you questions when you're when you come home, mm-hmm. like during dinner, during a car drive. I always ask you questions because I want to know what's going on, what you do, so I can also understand it more. Yeah. But like when we lived in Corpus Christi, it was just you go away for some days. We stay with mom, so, mm-hmm. and then you come back, and then a few weeks later you might go away again. Yeah. So now the biggest difference is 
you understand. Know, yeah, you understand, but it's it's not just because your age, though. It's because before I had these 14-hour days the last couple of weeks or these long days or where I didn't see you all day, what did I do? You told us. Yeah. And then, and I, I did. I wanted, I wanted the audience to hear that because you do. As an entrepreneur, you feel bad that you're taking all this time away from your family. You should be home spending time with them. It makes it easier to know why. Exactly. And all of a sudden, that guilt goes away when you, when you align them with the mission. You know? And so why am, I, why am I doing all this now? Why all of a sudden, after owning a business for 13 years, am I working so hard now? I might get the... I, there's no wrong answer, right? No wrong answer. Okay. Uh, let me think. Want to ask a question again? Because I'm off... So why after 13 years of owning a business, and last year, you know, maybe working 30, 35 hours a week, you know, now I'm working like 60, 65. I would say right now it might be getting harder. Mm -hmm. Like it's getting harder. Less people are maybe needing it. Okay. Because probably people are getting, are stealing your ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I agree on 100%. Every one of my ideas is original and you stole them all. (laughs) Um, also, more work means more, there's more, um, what's the word? There's more show, like, good things, like, mm-hmm. there's more good outcome coming from that. So more work, more good outcome is coming from that, too. So the more work that I do now, the more benefits we'll have later as a family, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, um, so what happened was earlier, like a month ago, and, and, and honestly, last year, before we went on the vacation to Disney, I sat you down. Uh, 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 not Disney, oh, not yeah. Disney. Yeah, we don't go to Disney. Um, <laughs> Universal. Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Um, That's fun. I sat you down and I told you all a couple things. One, I'm shutting down my old business. And uh, I've been operating the consulting company for a while now. And that's going well. But it is a brand new company, so it's going to take... The work I used to do 10 years ago, you know, in order to get it going, you know. Like more experience. Yeah, and so I prepared y'all for that then. And then, like, last month, things were getting really tight. We weren't having as many clients, you know, not as much recurring income. So I knew, okay, I've got to step it up, you know. I've got to put more hours in at work, put more content out, generate more leads, close more clients, you know. And um, I wanted to prepare you guys for that because it was going to go from, like, you know, a normal 9 to 10-hour day to, like, all right, dad's not getting home until 10 o'clock at night, you know, kind of stuff. And so um, I think, you know, as long as it's for a season, it's okay. You know, I I don't think any of that's sustainable for any amount of time. And maybe if you're 21 and single, you know, (laughs) which I never was. But... uh, Uh. But, yeah, I just wanted to point that out because it, it was a really good topic that we talked about in Randall's podcast as well. So if you guys get a chance, check out Move the Needle. Shout out, Randall. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about your brothers. Oh, gosh. So you say you want to be a leader when you grow up. Do you think you're a leader now? Oof. <sighs> with them it's so hard especially because they're my brothers they're gonna be annoying to me okay but you understand that is the literal definition of a leader to to be able to overcome that's my weak point right there 
Your brothers? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be easier, maybe, I hope, I pray, please. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easier once they get older, they start gaining some responsibility, I, mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. Don't become like a, a, don't start a garage band and have a big dream of being a rock star when you're still home with your parents at 26. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, wow. please don't. Just threw them under the bus. No faith. <laughs> no faith. I said, please don't. We are praying that, and Cameron is very talented, that he's so talented that he doesn't have to work hard and he kind of gets an easy, <laughs> easy out. <laughs> no, um. I think you're, you're doing better than you think you are. I think you're a leader in this family. When me and your mom, because right now it's summertime and you guys are staying up a little bit later, normally during the week you guys go to bed at 8.30, which people think is crazy. So during the summer, we let you guys stay up till 11 and 12 sometimes. But, but of like course, the, the main like is like 10, 10.30. Yeah. Me and your mom go to bed at like 9.30, 10, you know, not the last few nights, which is why I'm so <laughs> tired. But anyways, me and her were in bed. And, you know, we just got done with our prayer, and we were just talking or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, we hear the boys get a little loud, and then you're, like, getting after them and telling them to get into bed. So, basically, we got to listen to the whole ordeal of you putting them (laughs) to bed. But, you know what? Like, I was kind of surprised because it wasn't a fight. You know, um, they listened to you, and... Because they know, now that they know, I'm able to punish them. (laughs) <laughs> I'm able to give them punishment because it does work, okay? Scaring them a little bit does work. Like, if you're going to be all sweet, it's not going to work with all them. All right. But my point was, <laughs> we're over here talking about how good of a leader you are. Like, I'm able to punish them. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not going to punch them harshly. I just yes, felt, I, I got to put it there so they know, like, there's going to be consequences if they don't listen. Because that's the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even over here? Just give her the show. Already. Just give her the show already. It's mine. This is Maddie's podcast. We have a guest, Doug Mitchell. <laughs> the mic has been passed. I'm done here. Who's our next guest? Who's our next guest? No, no, no. No, I'm curious because I might have Maddie host the show. <laughs> so she can impart some wisdom on him. That was awesome. No, but, but in... And all, yeah, you're 100% right. That's the real world. There's consequences, right? But also, we didn't ask you to do that. We didn't ask you to put the boys to bed. Because when we're at home, everybody's equal, right? Everybody has their own responsibilities. Yeah. And you put yourself to bed, you know, and we're, if we're in bed first, right? Mm-hmm. But you took, a, you took initiative, and you're like, hey, what do I know? What do you know? You know that if y'all aren't in bed on time, then you're we're not going to... We're, we're getting our butts whoops. Yeah. And so you took initiative and you wrangled up the boys for their own good and put them to bed, you know? So that is leadership in my mind. Okay. So, last question. Oh, is this, is this is already almost done? Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. All right, last question. Um, what does legacy mean to you? Legacy? And what legacy do you want to leave behind? Oh, gosh. So, that's actually two questions. She's the only one that ever called me out on that. She's the only one that ever called me out on that. Like, I'm your daughter. I, I don't feel bad for doing it. I know it's two questions. <laughs> Say last two questions. All right. Okay. Legacy means to me, like, the mark you made on this earth. 
Okay. Like, like how, hmm, I'm trying to put this like in a good example that doesn't sound kind of dumb. Um, you can't sound dumb at this point. You just can't. <laughs> You're crushing this. Uh, let's see. Like, the guy that invented light bulb, what is his name? Thomas Edison. Yeah, Thomas Edison. He invented the light bulb. He left his legacy. He didn't, probably because he invented it, he had many thoughts. Mm -hmm. Not just thoughts like, what am I going to do? What am I going to make for this? Like, what he had, what was his thought? Like, mm -hmm. what am I making it? Like, how am I going to shine a light on this earth? Finding mm -hmm. ways to inspire people to invent more things. Mm -hmm. So he... And his light bulb also became a symbol of an idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna go back. <laughs> yeah, I just, I want everybody to hear what you're saying, and you gotta talk. Oh about yeah, that. okay. So, what legacy means to me is. The I, I want to break that down real quick because what you said is really important. Like, his purpose wasn't necessarily to invent someone; it was in, to inspire others to in, invent something. Like it, it's, it's not a fact. It's like something I. It's my Please. opinion. Okay. No, that makes, I, I love it. it. makes a ton of sense. <laughs> so what legacy do you want to leave behind? I mean, yeah, I am 12, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> I am 12, I think. I'm not going to officially know what I want to leave behind yet until I can fully, like, take on, like, I fully lived a, a life. Like, mm -hmm. how you, like, how we were talking in the car, I think. Yeah. Uh, and you said that you say 21 is official adult. Yeah. Because 18, you're still probably, you, if you go to college, you're still in college, you're still slightly a uh, teen. Yeah. So 21, yeah, a good age for an adult. That's when, I, that's when you can come back and ask me, like, what legacy I want to leave behind because I'll have more experience of life then. But for now, I'll say, for now I'll say, hmm, because I know there's something. I want to leave my ideas behind so people can take those ideas and create them into their own. I love it. I love it. I'm kind of speechless right now. <laughs> you know, like you, like interviewing your kid on a podcast, you know, and you are, you're a representation of me. And um, man, I, I, I got to say, you're an amazing representation of me. Thank you for coming on the show, baby. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> Shoot, I'm not even worried about that right now. <laughs> Who are you, Chuck? <laughs> you're you're too smart for me. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. Head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.